Yeah, we back with a new episode. Was the Broad Street? You know that we best to show. Sammy Conway every single week. Blowing up the net, it's a goddamn treat. Hey, Philly Sports Talk by the fans, for the fans. Our producer, Shane G, is the GOAT, man. Talking everything that go on here in Philly. Got the intro from my homie, Meek Millay. Burning up the mics, yeah, we don't cap. Now hear the wolves, listen up, it's a rap. Hello everybody, hello Philadelphia, welcome back once again to yet another edition of the Wolves of Broad Street Podcast. As always, my name is Ryan Conway and joining me here is my illustrious co-host and wartime consigliere Sam Glavin. And of course we have our incomparable incomparable producer behind the glass, Seamus G, cooking up the highlights, making it happen. Oh, wow, wow, wow. We come to you... Sam, Seamus G, and I come to you in a, in a time of, of great despair for the Philadelphia fan. Just so much has happened in terms of the Eagles getting blown out on the road. Ben Simmons continuing his little, you know, infant tirade. And, of course, the Phillies being the Phillies. Uh, all we have left is the Flyers. And they lost a preseason game last night. Not, not that that really matters, but it, it, but it's fine. But it's fine. But Sam, I how how you feeling, man? I am having a very bad day. I am in no mood. This today is one of the worst days that I've had in a long time. I couldn't agree more, buddy. Uh, <laughs> it's just been, it's just been. It's it's been tough considering we just lost by twenty points to the Dallas Cowboys on the road after like. No, we came in with high expectations for the season, and I mean, I I feel like we are just going to open up with the birds here because just because just there's so much to talk about. It, it it really just the game got away from us immediately. It, yeah. it it seemed like from the from from the first snap for the Cowboys on offense and until the end of the game, we were never really in control of anything. I mean, we had a couple good stops on defense early. We had that one touchdown, but outside of that, I didn't see a lot of bright spots at all. So. Normally I go, what made you, what made you feel like, sorry, normally I would ask you what makes you happy? What stood out to you as a positive in that game? This time I'm going to have to just say, what was like the worst part for you? Because I can't really ask you about a positive. Uh, The worst part for me was the, uh, oh man, there's so many things to pick from, but I think, I think I would have to go with the, the play calls. The play calling was on, it was it was way worse than last week, and we after we got that whole speech from Nick Sirianni, Nick Sirianni last week about him saying, you know, I've got to be better, I've got to be. Well, you weren't, you idiot, you weren't. No. So, uh, and the fact that Miles Sanders got what three three to five carries or something and like that. He got that? two carries. Two ca- carries. Two carries. He got two, two carries. carries. That is absurd. I cannot even. Fa- it's like Doug Peterson all over again. Like, dude, even Doug was not like this. Two carries for Miles Sanders, who, meanwhile, he he averaged like eleven and a half yards a carry, twelve and a half yards a carry. Granted, it was only on two carries, but he broke off a twenty-yard run on one, and then a few yards in the other. It, it like it was it was bad. It was bad, and I get like I said, the game really did get away from us. And part of that is that's part of what led to it was, I mean, just Jalen hurts was unable to execute at the quarterback position. I mean, normally we celebrate his, you know, running with his legs, but 
there's a difference between making the calculated risk to try and gain more yards or if that's your only option to I'm going to run for five yards when I could have gotten 15 through the air. And he caused three penalties for illegal men downfield because he didn't let the offensive linemen, he didn't let the play develop. So that caused a couple penalties on the offensive line part because he mm-hmm. didn't stay in the pocket. So it was automatically an illegal blocker downfield as soon as they got outside of those, or as soon as they got up the field, a couple hash marks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was bad. I mean, that's a rookie mistake. I mean, I guess he technically is still a rookie quarterback. Something they're going to have to hash out like, in practice. Um, but oh, it was terrible. And the fact that, and the fact that, like Nick Sirianni just doesn't use the pure logic of the running, like the, the whole reason that having a nice running back is so that you can take pressure off the quarterback, right? If your quarterback isn't playing well, you have another offensive option. You freaking numbskull. Yeah. And you and have I'm, one of the best and one of the best options in Miles Sanders. Mm-hmm. It makes really no is. sense. He really is so talented, but he has just been underutilized throughout his entire time in Philadelphia, which honestly, like in terms of longevity for his career, that's, that's a good thing. We'll have him a bit longer because he was, he's not really getting that many touches, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, what happened probably in the mind of Nick Sirianni. Most likely, deer in the headlights, AT&T, and this is, this is no excuses here. AT&T Stadium, 100,000 people going crazy. Cowboys-Eagles, one of the biggest rivalries in the history of the NFL. Sports. Sports, baby. Yeah, one, one, one of the biggest rivalries in the history of sports. And the Cowboys come out firing on all cylinders. And Sirianni is there trying to beat the Cowboys at their own game almost. That first pick that we threw down on the one-yard line that Jalen grossly underthrew by like 10 yards cannot throw the ball further than 40 yards, which we'll get to. But it seemed like instead of, you know, using the running game to our advantage, which we could have done, we immediately panicked as a a team. And Nick Sirianni is a play caller. We we immediately panicked and tried to dig ourselves out of a hole that we weren't even really in. And by digging, we just made it deeper. It, it it did not it did not help us at all when we're going three passing plays. No time comes off the clock. No long drives are getting put together because you you have to use the run game to control the pace of the game. It's not it's 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 not something that oh if we're able to do it we will like no the run game is something that you have to do. I don't care yeah. if you get down early. It is completely inexcusable to have three called runs for your running backs that's insane that's insane especially against a team with as leaky a front seven as the dallas cowboys oh my god as that was injury riddled and inexperienced front seven run the football we're clearly not getting anything downfield the cowboys finally have a a somewhat reasonably good secondary yeah that's the best part about their defense and we're throwing the ball 50 times a game like that makes it's not just 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 do what's Oh my God! Just do what's logical. It's not that hard. If we can sit, mm-hmm. listen. Like I, I, I'm sure Nick Sirianni. I mean, I know, I know Nick Sirianni is a better football mind than the two of us combined. But the fact that he can't see that, it's dude, it's bad. Like I, I don't want to say I'm out on Nick Sirianni yet, but that's two bad games in a row, dude. Two awful Ab- games, abysmal. Like that's two- like really, really bad. Mm-hmm. So and I. I, I'll give you know credit to Jalen Hurts. 
uh, before I bash him. He really was accountable for an awful game. It was. And he said that he was the only issue out on the field. That's not true at all. We yeah. had hor- horrendous discipline on both sides of the ball with penalties, most penalties oh. in the history of the or in Eagles franchise history through the first three games. Yep. Really bad. But Jalen Hurts was a problem. I mean, we take a look, but we take a look at these stats. A lot of these were padded down the stretch, uh-huh. or these completions were were uh, you know screen passes. Take a look at that quarterback rating, eight point nine. Single digits. Only got sacked twice. It's not the offensive line, although we did lose another starting lineman yeah. for the season. So that's not great. Is that, con- is that confirmed? Say Amal's done for the year? Yeah, he's got he, – it was announced today that he's going to get season-ending uh, oh surgery. Which, here's the thing. It, if Brandon Brooks is able to come back healthy and Mylotta isn't away for a long time, we can, you know, we can work, you know, with a patchwork offensive line. But – that's not the offensive line was fine was fine last night, but it was okay. you take a look at it. It was okay. Yeah, it, it, it was fine. <laughs> but it's not like it's it's not like he was getting like shredded in the pocket. He only got sacked True. twice, and had a decent completion percentage. So it's not like he's throwing the ball away a lot. But Jalen Hurts can't throw the ball very far. Yeah. He just can't. And people have criticized him, saying he's not an NFL arm talent. People say that, and I go, I don't know. I don't know about that. I think he has an NFL arm, but at the same – I think he can make the throws, but I just think that his range is limited, if that makes yeah. sense. like I agree. Either he need, I think it's a timing issue. I just think he needs to, to know his limits, and I think the coaching staff needs to design those deep routes for those limits because he doesn't have a Josh Allen cannon arm. He's not Carson Wentz back there letting it fly who has a, 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 another guy with great arm strength. He's not one yeah. of those guys. He brings other things we've, to the table. Yeah. We've seen him. We've seen him make some really, really nice throws. I mean, you see some of the throws. There was one last night. I think it was like during garbage time or something to Quez Watkins. That was like, it was, it was into the zone coverage. Like it was just, it was just floated up there. And Quez Watkins was coming across the middle towards the sideline. And he just floated it and it, Put it. He put it right here, right, right where it needed to be. And there, he, like you see flashes from Jalen Hurts about oh, when it, with his throws. And I, I don't know why they keep trying to do the deep ball. I mean, they had that one ninety-one yard catch from Quez Watkins. I think was that last week. Yeah, it was last week against um, mm-hmm. against the 49ers. And then they couldn't punch it in, which is a whole other story. Um, but that was that was a nice throw. Um, but Quez Watkins had comp- had the receiver or the defensive back completely burned. The whoever was on the other whoever was on the receiving end of that, I think it might have been Devonta Smith, um, on the receiving end of the one that he th- underthrew by like ten yards. That he did not have the receiver beat at all. No, so he didn't make the right read is the first problem, and then he underthrew it, which is the second problem. You never you can never underthrow those balls. I mean that's what they that's what is that's what defensive backs lick their chops on. You know like it's. Mm-hmm standard defensive back play so like I'm, like that's what i'm saying like we see we see flashes from jalen hurts which is fine but you have to play off that right and that's yeah. where the running game comes in so that he's not throwing the ball 50 times a game mm-hmm. you know so it's he's just sirianni's just got to figure it out man yeah i agree it's it's not it's not a it's not a pretty sight when your quarterback is throw, you know grossly under throw. like that ball should have been in the back of the end zone and it was yeah. picked off at the one. 
Like, receiver could have beat him. I feel like if the ball is thrown correctly, you got the speed on the outside to make that play. But, it, like, I was at the bar. Uh, I was at the bar. I'm watching the game. And I'm like that. I was like, I, I actually yelled. I ain't never ran the ball a day in my life when it, when Jalen Hurts threw that ball because we had yet to run a play. And I was like, let's beat him at their own game. Screw it. I, you know, I it was, it was hubris. And then uh, they, they actually didn't run the ball the rest of the night. So if I, I kind of feel partly responsible for that. Like, yeah. but he, he, he had a beat. He had it not beat, but like he could have with the right throw, the mm-hmm. right throw gets him open. Like you saw it. We saw Aaron Rodgers with that one touchdown pass <sighs> just over the hand of the defender, like unreal placed perfectly. No other pass would have gotten the job done. And he knew that, and he executed. Jalen Hurts, I think he knew, and I think he was trying to bomb it deep. I just don't think he can do it. Like, I, Which is, it I don't know. to be seen. Yeah, I don't know how dangerous seen. that is. Like, I don't know how big a deal that really should be. Like, I don't really know how to feel about it. Because if your offense relies on the deep ball, you should probably get a guy that can throw the deep ball. But if yeah. it doesn't, so... It's like we complained about – some people complained about the screens, and now it's kind of like maybe, maybe bring more of those. Back. Yeah, bring yeah those maybe. That's what I, I'm, yeah. all, I'm all about, those screens. They, run, they work very, very run well. Run the ball, run some screens. Yeah. Get J.J. Sega whiteside out there, man, and just have no, him block. Please stop. No, I, just block. He's, he's, a, he's a blocker, man. I still don't know why he's on this team, but I don't, I don't want to talk about For that. For so that. He's a blocker. <laughs> Uh, what did you think about um, what did you think about just the offense as like a whole minus the play calling right what did you think about there's, the offense there's, there's literally nothing to think it was like uh, watching that game is completely mind numbing like yeah. you take t- take a look at this all those yeah. first downs garbage time mm-hmm. like anything that looks good in these stats is because the game was already over if anything yep. even does look good which uh, you know it doesn't look great 14 points against a bad defense, bad. Seven, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that 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 touchdown pass. Like, I thought, or not pass, but that forced fumble in the end zone yeah. that Fletch recovered. Like, I thought that was the great equalizer. Like, I thought, like, okay, we're back in this. Now let's take control. Yeah. And let's, uh, it should have like, been. I thought we could do. That's, I really thought that would be the turning point. And instead, uh, you know, when we would get the ball, uh, four for 12 on third down, that's really – that's really it too. I mean, you need yeah. to convert on third down. The year that the Eagles won the Super Bowl, we can we had the best third down offense in the NFL. Yep. That's how that team got to the got to the Super Bowl was they yep. could run two plays and then they would have something in their back pocket and then they would convert regardless of the down and distance. And a run defense. We have mm-hmm. the, they the Cowboys ran the ball all over us and it looked like it, we made we made Ezekiel Elliott look like an all pro again and he's not. He sucks. Th- th- that's so. the worst part, man. Is mm-hmm. that we let them run all over us, and that you know I texted you guys. I said, Brandon Graham is ten times better than we've ever given him credit for, and we yep. all and we all love him. We yeah. all love Brandon Graham. I know, but it's, wow, he's he's been missed. He's been sorely, sorely missed. And again, like pe- penalties killed killed the offense and defense. There were too many. There were too many penalties on the on either side of the ball as well. So it was mm-hmm. just. It was an all and all around horrible, like horrible game. That's probably one of the worst Eagles games I've watched since last year. <laughs> since last since this last week. 
Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's that's weird. It's weird because I didn't really think they played that bad against the 49ers. They just didn't have the ball enough. Yeah. And it's kind it's kind of what happened here. The, the Cowboys, I don't know if we have that stat, but the Cowboys' time of possession must have been through the roof. I mean, the defense was on the field like for the yeah, see here it is. It's they had 30 they had 34 minutes or almost 35 minutes of of possession. That's Half the game. That's, that's more. That's <laughs> more, more. More than us. It's, it's more. It's more than half the game. That's crazy. I mean, what the hell? And look at the yardage splits. Dak Prescott, yeah. twenty-one and twenty-six, only two hundred and twenty passing yards. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like we got beat by a tremendous quarterback. That team is playing to Dak Prescott's strengths. He's not that. I mean, he's good. It's, okay. it's, he's undeniably good. He's undeniably a good quarterback. He just is at at this point. Like he's beaten us at home every time we played him since 2017. Yeah. He's 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 not bad. We'll, we'll say that at least. Is he better than Carson Sheamus? G, stay out of the private chat with that. We're not talking about <laughs> That's an off season conversation. We're gonna need the whole season, and then when I say yes and and paint my face like a clown in three months, we're <laughs> we'll you know we'll do it big. Uh, well, I'll but yeah, that because I did the same thing. So and do you remember? Do you remember how much we used to shit on Dak Prescott and how much we used to put Carson Wentz on a pedestal because of how much better we thought Carson was than Dak Prescott? Dude, we shouldn't do this anymore. We should we should retire. This is terrible. We suck. Yeah. We're the worst. Yeah, we do. We're the worst. We should, Dude, we should hard, sit man. here in silence. I think if we this sat here in silence and be better. This yeah. job's not easy. It isn't. I know. Mm. Well, look at us getting all positive and hype and, and do bringing you know energy what's to the show. This is great. Do you want to know what's horrible? I'm talking sure. about Nick Sirianni, like, get it panicking and trying to beat the Cowboys at their own game. 160 mm. rushing yards. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe take a page that out of that. Even their game. Like, yeah, maybe yeah. actually yeah. try and beat them at their own game. Maybe yeah. that'll actually, <laughs> maybe that actually would have worked. <laughs> Idiot. Oh my oh god. god. Just so moronic. bad. Yeah. Retiring. See, there it is. Ryan and Sam equals retirement. Seventy-one right? episodes. That's good. That's the golden numeral. I mean, we got to the episode that we wanted to get to, which was sixty-nine. So I think we're and the rest fine. of this is just gravy here yeah. on the Liberty Line Podcast Network. Yeah, that's Sam. Right. Sam, 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 Sam. I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you about wide playing floor supply, Sam. Okay. <laughs> More importantly, I want to talk to you about the doghouse brought to you by Wide Plank Floor Supply. Visit their website at www.wideplankfloorsupply.com. Get a recommendation for a contractor. Get a quote. Wide Plank Floor Supply. If it's wide, they've got it. One stop shop. Go in there. If you're a contractor, hit them up too. They sell supplies. You can get things that you use to put the floors in it's you couldn't just, think it, of a single thing I, that you <laughs> use to put in the floor not one nails thing. Nails. nails yep they got those That's they, got sure. they got them they got them stains they yeah, got standing go. equipment maybe <laughs> wide playing floor supply if it's wide they've got it hey they just sponsored me they got me a sweatshirt and a logo Two years ago, and I didn't ask any questions. I said thank you, and I do the read every episode. That's all I have to know. <laughs> the checks don't awesome. come, but that's fine. I'm not looking for them. Sam, <laughs> who do you got in the doghouse? 
I'm uh, we're gonna shift a little bit. I don't have anybody. I couldn't bear to think about the Eagles anymore, so I decided Good. to stew in the misery of the Phillies instead. Good. Um, so it's everybody on the Phillies minus Bryce Harper is in the doghouse. It's a crowded house. It's, it's crowded. It's uh, you know, no, I'm not even. Yep. Okay. It's it's crowded. So <laughs> the Phillies they, they they do this to me every week, right? So. Just when I thought that they were going to be okay, you know, they they took the series against uh, who was it? They took uh, it was against the uh, the Orioles, and they played bad, but they still took the series against the Orioles. Then they go into the Braves series, and they get smacked all over the field. Zach Wheeler, it shits the bed at the at the time when he was needed most, and. Uh, just the offense, other than Bryce Harper, has been abysmal. Like, they're bringing up guys like Matt Vierling, like who's been okay. Like he's been a nice addition, but Dubal Herrera nowhere to be found. Didi Gregorius nowhere to be found. JT Realmuto nowhere to be found. Uh, Ronald Torres, I don't know what the hell happened to him either. He was hot, and now he's not. Uh, you have like everybody in the lineup has been terrible. Yep. I mean, and now we're we're really seeing the the um, the absence of Reese Hoskins. You know, like because Reese Hoskins would have been pivotal in this lineup. Hitting behind Bryce Harper would have been great. Just would have been awesome. But mm, but no. That's it. The Phillies pitching. No. I mean, we've been talking about the Phillies pitching all year, so I'm not even going to get into that. Archie Bradley's hurt. Ranger Suarez is the only bright spot of this freaking staff, which is crazy. I can't even. Ugh. Fucking Archie Bradley. Yeah. Awesome. That's, it. that's my doghouse. Now I'm even yeah. more upset than I was that's, after that's, the Eagles uh, segment. That's good. That's 10 years. 10 years, buddy. Uh, yeah, I'll go. Uh, I guess I'm the only other person left to go. So Yeah, yeah, that'd be right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who do I have in the doghouse? Seamus G, show him who I have in the doghouse. Because it's Nick Sirianni, that absolute bum. Two weeks that in a row. Bum. Two weeks in a row. Uh, they, both Wolves have mm-hmm. made the decision. Nick Sirianni, what the fuck? You wear that Beat Dallas t-shirt. Oh, boy. And then proceed to get absolutely waxed. Yeah. Not that I cared. Not that I ca- I didn't care about the Beat Dallas t-shirt. I thought it was cool. I thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, he's pandering. But now, like, now, like, I'm all kind of sick of him already. Like, just with the, like, all right, we get it. We understand. Like, you're a cool young guy. And you're like fun and you support your players and you're a player's coach. Well, obviously, you're not a good player's coach if your players lead the league in penalties, presumably. I don't know. I don't know if they lead the league. But it it's the would most be close. Penalties. It's yeah, the most it penalties be... we as a franchise have ever seen through the first three games of the season. Yeah. And I watched Chip Kelly. <laughs> I watched Chip Kelly's last year. I watched <laughs> Jason Peters' last two seasons in Eagles Green. I watched. Uh, I just watched. I've I've watched Derek Barnett's entire career. Who he mm-hmm. he has? What is the stat? Twenty three penalties and nineteen and a half sacks in his career. Yep. Three and a half more penalties than sacks. You absolute bag of dog shit. Like, and how do you get half a penalty? No, it's the sacks. Oh, I thought you said it it's was just half. percent. No, yeah, it's it's just pay it's yeah. point. They don't. It, the yeah. units don't convert. They don't convert, but you shouldn't have more penalties than sacks. No, I totally. Yeah. At least I don't, I, I don't think that's normal. 
No, it's and, not. And, and Nick Sirianni, man, like it's cool. It's cool that you're for the players. But if you're gonna be for the players, like hold them accountable, make them better. Derek Barnett is playing like he's 23. I had him in the doghouse last week for this, and he continues to fucking do it. It makes me lose my mind. It makes yep. me lose my mind. I didn't even watch the fourth quarter of this game because it wasn't worth it. it just it just wasn't worth it. I just called the Uber and I went home, played Marvin's Room on repeat for 30 minutes. <laughs> oh my god. And that was the doghouse brought to you by Wide Plank Floor Supply. Visit their website at www.wideplankfloorsupply.com. Yeah. Get a recommendation for a contractor. Get a quote. Wide Plank Floor Supply. If it's wide, they've got it. Go get that freaking glue. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Before we get into the Phillies, Seamus G has so kindly pulled up the um, the, the betting lines and stuff for us uh, for the yes. Chiefs game next week. So the Chiefs are obviously they're, – they're favored. Um, they're Chiefs minus seven. Uh, the over-under is 54. Uh, Chiefs with a 73% chance to win. Uh, over-under for Jalen Hurts passing yards, 23 or 236.5. Mahomes, uh, 299.5. Hurts rushing yards over-under is 51.5. Uh, Sanders, 52.5. Under. My God. Under. Under. under easily. Under. And uh, Devontae Smith, 47.5. Under. Under, under as well. Yeah. Under. Thrown. Underthrown. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, those are pretty. I just bet the Chiefs and all of the unders. Wait, that over underline fifty four. Is that the amount of points the Chiefs will score? <laughs> you would think. <laughs> you would. <laughs> all right. Then, uh, in that case, I'll take the over. Yeah, I would also take the over on that Excellent. one. I was not expecting. So I think the last the last one was like against the Cowboys. It was like in the sixties. I think it was like sixty one or something like that. And we hit the over. Yeah, it hit the over, wasn't it? I somebody was like, over. you know, should I bet this over? I was like, definitely not. And then <laughs> it hit. So oh yeah. yeah. I dude, Don't I told you, to man. Me. I told you we might we might mess around and get blown out. I did say that. I just can't, I just can't I know you said it. I just can't I can't think like that before a Cowboys game. It's just not you can't. Well, yeah, you can't think like it, but it's also just like you know. It's but, the you fact did, of the but, matter. but you did it. See, that's the thing. It's you, the fact you, of the matter. It. It's the fact I, of the matter. I'm a fa- I'm a fan, Ryan. I'm a fan. I'm a Philadelphia. Eagles I'm not fan. a fan. I'm, am I, I mean, a, hey, listen. I'm not calling. I'm I'm not calling you out. For well, your I, wait, wait, here, wait, 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 wait. I'm not. I'm not. I'm actually not. A, I'm not allowed All to right. be a fan. I'm not allowed listen, to be a fan because neither are you actually. You're not allowed either, or actually, but neither of us are allowed to be Eagles fans because we don't live in the city limits. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah we don't live yeah. within the city limits. We don't of, live of Philadelphia, so yeah, we're, we're not, not in the radius. Yeah, we're not, not in, the in the radius. We still haven't figured out what that radius is yet. But no, uh, I I have yet to receive comment. Yeah, I have yet to receive comment. But regardless, Sam, let's talk a little Philadelphia Phillies. Just because oh, um, <laughs> I mean, like we, yeah, we kind of do. Sam. <laughs> Yeah, we kind of do. Just because I, I, I don't really, I don't really want to talk about the play. I, or just their play. I, I mean, I just want to talk about ten years. You know, journalists love round numbers of things, and uh, they love decades. And it's yeah. been a decade. Did you learn that in uh, journalism class today, Ryan? That no, it's just something I know. That it's, oh, it's okay. just something that I know. Just, gotcha. Just the cultural zeitgeist. I don't. Awesome. I didn't use that right. I didn't use no. that right. 
Oh, that's great. Well, the Phillies are down. Uh, they're down three to two, I think Seamus said in the bottom mm-hmm. of the seventh. Uh, so that's great. Already lost game one. So if they lose this game, then I think it's pretty much sealed, right? Like it's pretty much out of here. Can so, it be, please? Can it please yeah, be sealed? Honestly, I don't even want to watch the Phillies in the playoffs. It's just going to be embarrassing. Even more embarrassing than this, than being second in this division, which is. We always I don't think, I don't know why we got our hopes up at the in the middle of the season there like the Braves were playing poorly I I knew in the back of my mind that like the, the Braves are gonna surge at the end of the season like they always do and sure enough they did and they're gonna win the division we thought without Acuna maybe they might yeah I know they lost their best player and they're still we have Bryce Harper and and they're still better than us yeah I know well Austin Riley has stepped up. Massively oh, he's a he's a, 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 a hoe. He's a really good hoe, actually. Predominant. He's, yeah, he's pretty good. Nice. <laughs> but it's just the lack of everything for the Phillies right now. I think is the the most apt way to put it is the lack of everything, minus Bryce Harper, which is why I did that doghouse. I did that whole segment. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just it the, nothing frustrates me more about the Phillies more than the fact that we are wasting Bryce Harper's best season as an MLB player. Yep. In his career. That that's just, ever. let's just sit there and think about that in like in silence for like five seconds. I think about it every what day. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's tough, man. It is really tough. Because, I mean, you take a look at this franchise, Sam. We've been around since the 19th century. 14 playoff appearances. 14. Yeah. Once, that's literally <laughs> once that in today. a decade. I can't believe that that hasn't been brought up more. Like, I can't believe I I've can't never believe, seen that stat. How do we not say that every – I guarantee I you someone – Middleton's paying someone to keep quiet, and Kyle threw the lid off it. I didn't yeah, know there was, was internet Kyle, in the doghouse. Yeah. I didn't know there was internet in the dock. <laughs> oh. I, didn't I didn't know we had a router. Very yeah. nice. Well, that's getting taken away now. Wow. They're not allowed <laughs> to have it because we control what goes on in the doghouse. It's our doghouse. It is ours. So, Sam, no, it's just Bryce it's the still wins MVP though. I I sure hope so. I mean, I think he'll. Uh, I think the only other guy that he's got to compete with right now is Juan Soto, and he's on an even worse team. So. Dude. Juan Soto, I was like Juan Soto MVP, Juan Soto MVP. I'm like you just it's, you're just being a dick bro. down the stretch, just because yeah. you're like let's make a narrative, let's have fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, Seamus G's sending us the stats here: three eleven average, eighty two ribbies, and a one point oh five oh OPS, which is Ops. absurd. That's, That's crazy. Unbelievable. That's the highest in baseball, still yep. presumably, and thirty four mm-hmm. home runs. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's great. 34 home runs to 82 RBIs. It's just, there's just no one on base for half of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's crazy. And, you know, I think I've, I think I've brought up, I, I've brought up this stat literally every time we've talked about the Phillies since I learned about it, but he was at one point tied for like 82nd in the league yeah. with plate appearances and runners in scoring position. Like, what are you supposed mm-hmm. to do with that? He did everything he could, literally everything he could, he could do with that. That's it. Yeah. Like he's got 147 hits and 470 at bats. Like that's. And people are saying he shouldn't win because of that low RBI total. 
and that's ridiculous. It's not, he can't control it. He can't control he, that. It's like you take. I mean, you just go up and you get hits. You just go. You, Jamie, 147 hits and 470 at bats to get that 311 average. Like that, like it, he's hitting the ball. He's hitting the ball. He's getting on base. There's just yeah. most of the year, there just hasn't been anybody out there for him to, you know, to drive home. It's difficult. It, for it's me, difficult. The, the most impressive part of this is the batting average itself. I mean, 311. We never expect when we signed him, we never expected him to be a 300 hitter, let alone above we 300 never, hitter. N- never we said always that. thought he was going to be 270 to 280, and we'd be happy with that as long as the dingers were up and the RBIs were up. Obviously, the RBIs aren't up right now, but the dingers are up. So, mm-hmm. well, I'll tell you is, this, man. Ugh, yeah. You take half his home runs, make him two run home runs. That's the math would put that at 99 RBIs. Yeah. And then you'd be having another 100 RBI season. So. Yep. So that's, that's there just, you know, and people like, and it's, this is a fun little baseball stat, you know, that I, you know, that I sometimes pull out. Yeah, Mookie Betts won MVP with 80 RBIs. Granted, yep. he was a leadoff hitter, but that's yeah. negligible. Jerk me off, you know. Bryce Harper about. may as well be a leadoff hitter. Like <laughs> he, he really is, man. The amount of times I've seen Bryce Harper start an inning, I'm like, how do, how do we get here? Pitcher, O'Double Gene out. One, two, three. One, two, three. See so, ya. Yeah. We've been there. We've been there. Uh, there's another guy, Gene Segura, wiped off the face of the earth. What happened? He was having, he was having an All Star caliber year. Got snubbed because he got hurt there for for a hot sec, and then pff, right in the toilet idiot i mean he's still hitting like 290 something but like it's still it's like it's empty it's empty stats gene once again like it's he's not he's not coming up clutch in any any way shape or form right now yeah gene westbrook james g is just throwing out the bryce harper stats right now (laughs) 617 slugging 433 opp i mean what else do we have to talk about right this is really not he's just incredible he's incredible that's the only thing that we can talk about in a positive way that's really it I can't I think know. of anything. I, 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 Ranger Suarez, you said it he's already been, though, so it's, yeah. he's been good. Hey, he's been he's been the only consistent pitcher on this staff, minus Zach Wheeler, who just shipped the bed the other night in a very important game. So no Cy Young for you, buddy. Nope. See ya, idiot. No one on this team deserves anything except for Bryce Harper. True. It's very very true. And I can't emphasize enough the, the the Reese Hoskins situation. If we have Reese Hoskins, we win the division. I'm convinced. Do you want to know who Archie Bradley is to me? Who? He's just if he's if Jake Arrieta wasn't an asshole. Oh, like, that's God. just no, that's just don't, what it, <laughs> don't do that. Don't don't be doing that. That's <laughs> that's not what. It's not comparable. It's, it's not not. I, or is he no. hurt during a pennant race right now? Yes. <laughs> I understand one's a starter, one's a reliever. Yeah. But they yeah, both have a... big beards. They both failed me in crunch time. I know. I know. That's what I and one of them is nice. I literally said a nice thing. Archie Brown. Yeah, I'm nice surprised guy. you haven't brought up the pants yet. I mean I, just... I I haven't I you know I haven't checked Archie's pants. <laughs> The way he said that. Oh my god! <laughs> I haven't checked them. Like as if you like took a shit in them or something. Like, no, no, it's like it's like I do it often. I, I haven't checked. Yeah. I, haven't. I haven't haven't checked recently on the, on Archie Bradley's oh, okay. pants. Right? This is fucking stupid. 
Yeah. So no, we forgot to mention we forgot to mention that uh Ben Simmons was supposed to be in the doghouse just for the foreseeable future. That's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I yeah, just wanted no, to yeah, throw that in. out there. He's in there, bro. He's in there. I know. Well, do you want to get to the uh you want to do the the little the little fun bit of the uh of the episode? Not yet. Not yet. All right. Well, Not what yet. else do you want to talk about? We got to talk about we got to talk about the Sixers, man. No, I don't want to. We have to, Sam. We have to. We must. This ben is like Simmons. the scene in Harry Potter where Dumbledore is drinking the potion and the uh, trying to get the Horcrux, and I just like he's like as as you have to you have to keep feeding it to me, Harry. And it's no, no no much no matter how much I may say you can't do it anymore. You just have to keep feeding me. And then he's like literally dying like on this rock, and Harry's still feeding it to him. That's how that's how I feel right now. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, James, Benson, you get it. I don't know. Ben yeah, I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm not your man. Yeah. What, yeah. what? What movie was that? Which? Which? That was that was the Half Blood Prince, um, number six. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I just got I just got done with the Harry Potter uh, marathon. So I just started talking to girls when that movie came out. So that might have. Oh, sick! Next. Yeah, you're uh, so cool, dude. I, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you can do both. <laughs> Both. Not me, man. Not me, bro. When I'm when I'm in, I'm in. Like I can But I'll tell you this, man. Ben Simmons, when he's out, he's hundred percent out. Uh <laughs> he's literal, he is he is the human embodiment of just like of the of the chode. Like of everything I hate about a person. Chodes yeah. don't exist in nature. You know, it, it scientifically it's true. But if one were to exist and its soul were to be put into a basketball player, it would be Ben Simmons. He is genuinely one of the most entitled, one of the most delusional mm-hmm. individuals on the face of the planet right now, at least that has the spotlight on them. There are plenty of delusional people that nobody know about, knows about. But he's making $30 million a year and playing basketball in the city of Philadelphia, so a lot of people know about him. He should be embarrassed. His family should be like everybody should be embarrassed by this. Everybody that knows him, his circle should be. And I understand that they're trying to force a trade and get him out, but not going to get shit for him. Not going to get anything. It's like, what are we going to do? We're 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 gonna, we're we're going to end up sending him to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy the amount of excuses that he's made. It's the fans. It's Doc and Joel after the game. It's social media. It's getting booed. It's my play style doesn't match with Joel's, so I have to go somewhere else. Like, everything's everyone else's fault. Zero accountability. No Zero accountability. fucking grit. No grit. It's like my ex-wife. I swear to God. It, it, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's the same shit, man. It's the same shit, except... It, there's this there's this Tyrese Maxey is listed as the starting point guard on the Philadelphia 76ers website Ben Simmons is listed as the fourth string power forward on the Philadelphia 76ers website as it should be. I don't know if this is legal but we should go screenshot that and sell that on t-shirts we should yeah. sell the depth chart let's do that on t-shirts buy I, a shirt I, I think we should do that but yeah, before the, just get the shirt. You see this logo in the top left corner here? 
See that logo? Mm-hmm. That's pretty nice, right? Yeah, well, guess what? It's on a T-shirt. Yeah. It's on a T-shirt. You should go buy it. Oh, it's up there, and There too. it is again. All right. Yeah, there it is. Designtree.com, D-S-G-N-Tree.com. You can search the Liberty Line. You can search Wolves of Broad Street in there. You can also yeah. go to thelibertyline.com. Check out the shop. Fuck Ben Simmons. Fuck Ben Simmons. I hate Ben Simmons. Yeah, but I um, while we're on the T-shirt subject, I had a bunch of my teammates buy like the tie-dye Liberty Line T-shirt. Dude, that is fresh. And they're like not even remotely Philly sports fans, but they're like, yeah, that shirt is fresh. I was like, I fucking know. Yep. Yeah. Dude, I rock that one all the time. Like I wear that out. Mm-hmm. It's a I nice think they're going to, they're, it's going to be a, a couple of them are turning them into cutoffs. Like for the, that's a good move. Yeah. Liberty line shirts are great for cutoffs. Oh, for all of my, all but... of my Liberty line t-shirts are cutoffs now because Did you go in the middle too dude, small. You go like no sleeve. They, they shrunk in the wash. They shrunk in the wash, so I because uh, they're fine quality, um, and so I had to cut them and make them mm-hmm. and, and make them sleeveless. So. Maybe you just don't know how to wash your fucking clothes. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. No, you're, nah. you're dead right. I probably don't. I don't <laughs> you, I just are you right drying them in. on high? Are you drying them on high? On on schmedium. On schmedium. Yeah, there's a medium option on the Dickinson uh, on the Dickinson wash or dryer. So I do medium. You do medium, but okay. Yeah. When you said medium, I thought you meant no. I thought there was like it, not uh, obviously. There's not a medium yeah. option, no. But I thought that you know it doesn't matter. Sam, <laughs> we're done with Ben Simmons. Now Good the time. Thank God, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the hallmark segment of the show here at the Wolves of Broad Street Podcast on the Liberty Line Podcast Network. It is the Philly Five, and we are doing the top. Five Sopranos characters. Sam, tell them why. Tell the people why we're so moved this week. Oh man, I'm so I could not. This is actually where I start to get excited. Um, even though it's a Philly sports podcast, and I want to die inside. Uh, it we're we're gonna get the uh, Sopranos prequel movie uh, this week or on Friday. Uh, the Many Saints of Newark. It's gonna be awesome. I'm going with a bunch of my guys on my team who are big Sopranos fans. I wish I could watch it with my boy Ryan and Seamus, but can't. I'm at school, so we're gonna get we're gonna make a we're gonna make a tray of lasagna and we're just gonna bring it to the movie theater <laughs> and eat out of it like it's popcorn. Lasagna or ziti. We haven't decided yet. I thought it was gonna be lasagna, but I think Tyler wants to do ziti, so I. I think we'll... ziti's a little easier. You think lasagna? There's a lot of layering. Uh, okay, okay. I mean, I don't have the fine motor skills for it, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're doing a draft. We're doing a draft. We're doing a draft of Sopranos characters. Uh, how do we? How do we want to do this? How do? How do we want to decide who gets to go first? Sam, you can go first. Are you sure? Yeah, I feel like that's kind of. Uh... All right, yeah, I'll go first. I'll go first. <laughs> At number one, the number one overall pick as Seamus G pops into the shoots the studio, the beast that he is. And there we go. There it is. We have the draft board. <laughs> he's basically he's basically Vanna White. Um, anyways, I'm gonna go with the number one overall pick, Tony Soprano from the Sopranos. Yeah. I don't think choice. I need to explain that. No. I mean yeah. it, it it's the Sopranos and he's Tony. He's Tony. He's, he's he's Tony Soprano. That's pretty much mob Tony mob. Badass. A mob. Can we just talk? <laughs> let's just talk about this before for a second before we get into your pick. 
just the 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 genius of the show a mob boss going to therapy how how awesome of a storyline is that it's like that's it's so cool it's nothing you would ever think of until you saw it it's an immediate yeah it's great it's fantastic and with that said uh with the second overall pick in the sopranos draft i'm gonna go with the guy that should have gone to therapy paulie walnuts Walnuts up on the board the classic meme the stumps meme yeah you see him all over the place uh he's my fashion inspiration as well with the track suits and the knit shirts that are they're like made of sweaters but they're short sleeves i'm like that looks amazing i want i want to that's what i want to wear i want to be like this man fashion wise at least that's good that's very good i'm gonna uh i'm gonna go with his partner in crime silvio dante you know, like you gotta, they gotta go back to back. It doesn't matter which orders, but I'm you're glad right. You went with Paul. They just gotta go back to back. Absolutely, the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of the Sopranos universe, That's Shakespeare. And with that said, speaking of which, uh, another famous playwright. I'm gonna go with Tennessee Maltesanti, Chris Maltesanti. <laughs> That's a hot take. That's I love you, camel nosed fuck. I love Chrissy. The man uh, obviously has got his demons, but in terms of the quality of a character, Mm. uh, just the inner demons, the you know, the try seeing Tony as a father, but also their cousin. Like, there's just so much there as a character and also Michael Imperioli, the actor plays an idiot, but he's actually probably the most thoughtful member of that cast and yeah. listening to. So maybe that's bleeding through a little bit in my draft pick, but mm. uh, I, I, I still got to go Tennessee Maltesanti. Let's see. <laughs> who am I going to, who am I going to go with here? Uh, that, 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 uh, I think this is a sleeper. This is a sleeper. And I'm going to take him number three overall here. I'm going to go with Furio. I love Furio. Wow. You just Howie Roseman yourself. Nah, (laughs) man. I like, I really like Furio. Hey, man, if I got, if I think that's a great, so like if I had to send three guys to go fuck somebody up, it would be Tony, Silvio, and Furio. That's interesting. I would. That's interesting. So I got to go, I got to go with the, with the hot headed capo. I gotta go, my guy, Ralph Cifaretto. No, you did not. No, you did not. I was gonna. I thought he was a late rounder. I no, he he's not. Sure dude, he that's that's quality. That's no, quality. he's a rat. I mean, I love the character, but he's uh, yeah, a rat. Dude. I mean, what can oh, you man. do? Yeah. Uh, with that being said, speaking of 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 rats, I'm gonna go. With Pussy Bompensiero. Wow. At number four for me. Why and Wally what so here's the thing about, about about Pussy is he was so loved for so long. And then he was a rat, and they still did him in anyways, even though how much they loved him. That's what you gotta it do. just shows you it just shows you how organized the business is, you know? Like it's <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's admirable. The discipline. 
It is admirable. Shane, <laughs> man, why, why did you do pussy with an IE, but you did po- – oh, you changed Pauly to a, to an IE. Okay, all right. I was just I, – I got you. That's, yeah. that's, that's cool. Number four, I feel like I might be getting away with murder in the fourth round. Oh, yeah? I'm only going to get Uncle June. Junior there you go. See, I didn't like. I I thought he was hilarious. I really like. I thought everything about Junior is hilarious. I just hated him. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Get him on the board. <laughs> I thought he was going to be a late round pickup as well. Dude, this is tough because it's a starting five, man. They, they, yeah. Who's my fifth? I've got like three, like three options for my fifth pick. Let's see if you take one of them now. I know. Let's see if I do take one. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm gonna go with. At number five, I'm gonna go with Johnny Sack. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, there it is. Oh no. Yep, Johnny Sack. That's an actual the chain smoking New York mobster that just moved mm-hmm. to Jersey on a whim. Yep. Into their territory. It's crazy, dude. Now this is tough. Mm-hmm. Now this is tough. With I'm gonna have to go with. I'm going to have to go with Dr. Melfi. Oh, dude, that was my next pick. I'm so I'm, upset I, about I, that. I, what do you mean next pick? You get five. Oh, I only get five? Oh, I thought we were doing I thought we were doing like five. that. It's a Philly five. Wow. We, can do an, we can do NFL. We can do seven. We can do Philly seven this week. Yeah, we can go five. We got room. <laughs> we got some room. No, nah, that's all right. I, 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 I bungled that. I did. That was a, that was a Howie moment right there. All right, so Sam, go ahead, read off your team, and then I'll read off my team. Here. All right, so I, um, I I took Tony Soprano number one overall. I took Sil Silvio Dante. I took Furio. I took Pussy Bompensiero, and I took Johnny Sack. All right, and I I got uh, in the first round. I got Paulie Walnuts. Then I got Chris Moltisanti in the second. Ralph Cifaretto in the third. Uncle June at four, and Doctor Jennifer Melfi at five. The Stone Cold Fox. Of Newark, New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's going to do it for the Philly Five. Thank you, Seamus G, for officiating this draft. Yeah, that was great. Godspeed. <laughs> and Sam, Godspeed, that's going to do it for this episode of the Wolves of Broad Street podcast. It's a little quickie. Hopefully, you know, yeah. some lighthearted stuff towards the end. Mm-hmm. Bear in mind, folks, it's hockey season. Apparently it is, yeah, and I still don't know a single player on the hockey team. You don't need to. It's hockey season. <laughs> Just let the glory wash over you, as I'll do while you go ahead and you do this outro. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, everybody. Once again, this has been the Wolves of Broad Street Podcast. You can find us on any podcast platform you can think of. Any of them. Ask me, ask them. me which ask me which league, Ryan. Which league, Sam? Any of them. Any of them. All right. So you can follow us on all the social media stuff at Wolves Abroad ST uh, for Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. Follow at the Liberty Line or at Liberty Line PHL. Check out thelibertyline.com. Buy a t shirt. And yeah, thanks to Drew at Vic for letting us ramble on about Philly sports on their network, on their platform. Buy a shirt. James G, close it down. I am having a very bad day. <laughs>